welcome back to another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast with your host Joshua and Janine. And we are currently doing episode 9 and it's a very special topic that we're going to be talking about in lieu of World Mental Health Day that is remembered and commemorated commemorated tomorrow on October 10th. So we're recording this October 9th, guys, and tomorrow is World Mental Health Day and I guess, you know, the day is commemorated to spread awareness mm-hmm. about mental health, mental health issues. And I think it's very apt at this time that we talk about it because more and more people are getting anxious about the situation that, that we are all in. You know, this pandemic really shook the world and took it by storm. Like no one expected this to happen. And when things are unexpected, that's when people react differently to mm-hmm. it. And majority of the reaction would be anxiousness, um, probably even falling into depression if you're not e- able to, you know, catch it from the get go. And so this topic is going to be a little bit serious, more serious than mm-hmm. our usual topics where we laugh. I'm sure we're still going to laugh in between because that's what we do. Yeah, we try to make light of in in a humorous way of certain topics. Yeah. At least I do. Yeah, I think that's, that's how my you, coping mechanism. Yeah, that's yeah. how you cope up with sadness and anxiety Mm -hmm. yeah so we wanted to spread awareness about world not world (laughs) okay let's spread awareness about the world (laughs) yeah i don't know what's on the other side of this (laughs) about mental health and mental health is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being bravo yes so mental health in a way is not about controlling your thoughts but in a way as well, not letting your thoughts control you. Mm. So before we begin this episode, I just want to reinstate that we are not professionals in any way. Not at all. <laughs> and we encourage you guys to seek help. Did I just whistle? <laughs> I said yeah, that? seek help. <laughs> <laughs> are you a lifeguard? <laughs> we do, do This guy's depression. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but we will provide a listening ear to everyone, a shoulder to cry on if you do need it. And we encourage everyone to open up at the end of the day, but we'll get more into that later mm. as we share our handy advice. Yeah. More or less, we are not islands. We cannot, we're not self-sustaining at the end of the day. We always mm. need someone to rely on. Mm-hmm. You need that support group to always back you up. You need a good friend who's always going to be listening to you whenever you want to share something that is a burden to you, something that you're carrying in your heart. And if you feel that you don't have that person now, guys, we're here. We yeah. promise. Like, just slide into our DMs. We'll try to lend an ear, an mm-hmm. eye. Well, both eyes, I guess. Hopefully. We'll try to give you good advice. <laughs> a as shoulder well. to cry on uh-huh. if need be. This whole episode, we are just trying our best to put out information that we've also researched. Mm-hmm. If you really want to learn more about mental health and how to understand you know, people around you who are suffering from some of the issues, research, read, get yourself acquainted mm-hmm. to the subject and don't be naive about what's happening around yeah, you. So true. So I guess let's start. What are the common mental health disorders? Anxiety, which a lot of people are going through anxiety right exactly. now. Again, with the uncertainty, when are we going to get the cure to COVID? When is this whole pandemic going to end? We don't know. And uncertainty brings anxiety. Yeah, and it's also a ripple effect what the whole COVID situation has done. Like people losing their jobs now. There's mm. the anxiety as well of, will I get another job? True. When will I get another job? Yeah, Or will I be able to still visit my family back home yeah a lot of things are coming to mind when it comes to a situation like this like such such as a global pandemic i guess especially here in in the uae so for those who don't live here if you're not a local or if you're not an emirati you can't stay in the country without you know a working visa or permit to be here so you can stay i guess for a couple of days weeks or months Mm -hmm. but then once you're sponsorship from either a company or you know your own business if you don't have that you have to leave the country sayonara muchacho yeah hence why a lot of people get really anxious once they lose that you know their jobs because it's not only about losing your monetary allowance that you get every single month but it's also about where am i gonna stay Mm -hmm. and for us 
to buy his home. Yeah. Where are we going to go? Our families are here, right? Everything we know is here. Yeah. I know that's another reason which I, I always tell my colleagues as well. Whenever you are sick in any way, mm. please stay at home. Because, you know, the mentality of people here in the UAE yeah. is that their job is everything. It's yeah. their security. It's what makes them stay here in this country. Because they came here for the job. They came here exactly. to get a job. Yeah. And they're all tied to this job. Mm. So that's the reason why when they're sick in any way, they still go to work because few absences might get them cause them to lose their job exactly it's really sad it is it's it's very scary as yeah. well because you risk your not only your mental health but also your physical health by just pushing yourself so much exactly and it's and it's very risky as well to you and to people around you that is so true yeah and well if it gets a little bit further than just anxiety then you fall into depression as yes. well you also have panic disorders, phobias, which we've th- talked about in our fears episode. There's insomnia, eating disorders, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar, schizophrenia. Did I say it correctly? Yeah. There you go. And clinical, well, clinical depression. There's Clinity. a lot. Clinity. There's all. There's also existential crisis when yeah. you hit that moment. Yeah. There's so much more, guys, but those are some of the common mental health disorders that majority of people would know yeah 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 so just to to put a number to that so according to world health organization one in four world health organization yeah and i'm just sorry (laughs) (laughs) who (laughs) yes according to the who mental health disorders affect one in four people if you're in a room with four people one out of you would be suffering from mm-hmm. mental health might not be as drastic as it is but there's a spectrum to it right so either you're you have mild anxiety disorders but then you know it can also go further into really really bad dis- depression clinical depression where you actually have to get treated and i guess to spread awareness about that people need to understand that there are many factors to mental health problems mm-hmm. so you have biological factors which can be from genetics so either your family lineage be passed on to you it can also be from life experiences so you might have you know gone through a really traumatic experience that might have triggered or caused the 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 issue to to worsen Mm -hmm. Um, then you have your family history and many more so as you said earlier from your job so it depends um, on your job status, your education, where you're living, your housing quality, your level of social involvement. Are you talking to people? Are you isolating yourself? So it does involve a lot of factors. And we can't say that there's only one cause to it. And also, we can't say that people can snap out of it if they want to. I like what you said like about the snapping out of it. Because yeah. people usually think that oh, this is something that you can just walk it out or mm. like just take a walk and get some fresh air and you'll be magically cured. Yeah. It's more than that, guys. Like, yeah. So we should be sensitive and we shouldn't think of this as something very light Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Because now there's medications for it. There are, mm-hmm. there, are, there are people who work and are therapists just for the sole purpose of people having depression and anxiety or some form of PTSD as well. Yeah. Like a moment in your life or in your childhood which caused you some sort of trauma yeah that has that you have carried yeah and sometimes you, you won't be aware of it like you won't be aware of it and then let's say you're just have you're outside having dinner or having lunch with family and then something happens that triggers something in you and you'll suddenly just feel a huge rush of emotions wherein you can't explain Mm -hmm. and i think that's the difficult part to it like a lot of people who suffer from mental health disorders the reason why they get more anxious about it is because they just they just want to snap out of it as well they want to get out of that zone where they feel depressed they feel sad they feel suddenly lonely but they don't know how to and they're mad at themselves for not being able to get out of it that's what adds to it even more so and and I would say this as well because I've personally faced this. Like I've woke up on like certain days mm. on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. And I would be really sad and depressed and mm. my anxiety will kick in within 10 seconds of me waking up. Yeah. 
and there's no i cannot find the root cause of it i don't know why i woke up in this manner yeah and then i start to to hate myself even more and it causes like a chain reaction then i might get really moody and there are days i don't want to talk to anyone i just put on my earphones and i just want to like shut myself out from the world because i know that if someone comes and talks to me i will be in a really bad mood to that person yeah like i even hate small talk to some extent oh man but i hate small talk in general anyway yeah but there, there's no real explanation for me why i am feeling like this yeah. maybe it's a midlife crisis i don't yeah. know maybe it's uh lifestyle there's so yeah, much exactly. lifestyle the food you eat maybe even lack of sleep yeah lack of sleep is exercise a, is a big thing as well yeah, yeah. so I, I think you just have to find out what triggers you as well yeah what spawns this into your mind or yeah or how it comes about why you dwell so much into it i think the first thing really is awareness as well before you start anything mm -hmm. just the fact that you're aware about your feelings about your sudden you know swift changes in your mood that is already a big thing the fact that you're acknowledging that there's something different in you that there's something that you haven't felt before is i believe the first step because shoving it under the rug and saying no 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 i'm okay no whatever i'm feeling that that's fine because that's how it used to be with our parents and i just want to touch on that subject especially in asia because i feel that there is this stigma of mental health issues for them i mean it's for our for the older generation mm -hmm. it's the concept of oh you're not feeling okay just shove it under the rug just bottle it up be a But real yeah, man yeah like man up man up i hate that saying man up don't cry men don't cry no. men don't cry just you know put your head down do what you're supposed to do and get cracking provide for your family yeah all aspects of toxic masculinity as well yeah but it is a very big and i don't think talked about subject in asia yeah. about mental health yeah especially so in a, a continent like asia mm. where growing up especially our parents they would do so much yeah without saying a word mm -hmm. i'm sure everyone can relate to this in a way like their parents has gone through thick and thin yeah just to provide for their family just to put dinner on the table without complaining at all but it does take a toll upon them yeah and it's slow it's a very slow process but at the end of the day like when they go to sleep they know oh this is going to happen again tomorrow hmm. they are so resilient very resilient Our parents yeah. i i cannot imagine what they've gone through mm -hmm. they might have been feeling you know anxiety depression but they can't really talk about it because it wasn't the topic that families would talk about that children would open up to their parents exactly. about you know our parents left their own hometowns at a young age and they had to be in a foreign country to provide work and provide for their families like my mom was 21 my dad was 19 when he left beirut and when my mom left mm -hmm. subic 21 i can't imagine being in a foreign country not having family not having anyone and going to work every single day because you have to provide for your family and you can't complain imagine it's it's a crazy thing as well yeah at 1918 what were we doing right? can you imagine right? like i was maybe just looking at sharaf dg for the next nokia <laughs> phone or something yeah i'll probably you know throw a tantrum if i don't get whatever i wanted so that's something i actually wanted to say because you know there are two sides to every story like mm. growing up you're in a supermarket yeah let's say oh i saw an archie comic and i wanted it and i'm like dad can you buy this for me yeah and he obviously would say no mm. it's not part of what's on the grocery list and something and and i want to know what he felt in that moment like does he did he think that he's a failure for not providing to his kid whatever the kid wanted or am i teaching this kid discipline mm. or or is that's out of my budget i'm there's nothing in my bank account right now and i'm just literally putting the bare minimum That's to the table deep. so i never know from a kid's perspective i'm like i hate my dad yeah but from his side he's like i'm a failure like my kids want something that is not on the list and i'm not able able to provide hmm. and now you it's very saddening you yeah back, yeah it's always like that and you're like man i must have you know gotten my parents to hell and back with with how he used to act to me yeah and i'm not saying we're the worst kids ever Okay, but of course there would be times where we would throw tantrums because 
why is it that my my classmates 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 would have <laughs> my classmates would have the latest i don't know 8210 Nokia phone no, that was a or good phone. the latest Nike Cortez phone why Nike Cortez phone sorry <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a cool phone. No, but I think that's Dubai in a nutshell as mm. well. You get accustomed to a certain lifestyle. That's true. And when you don't see like the glitz and the glam applied to your oh, then, life, yeah, you don't understand yeah. it. As a kid, you won't be able to understand it. And then you grow up and you're like, "Wow." <laughs> you know, my parents actually did well with the budget that we we had we yeah, growing to, up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think this applies loosely as well. That's that's Instagram for you as well. Hmm. This will be talked about it in our social media episode. Yeah. So do listen to that as well, guys, if you haven't already. But we compare ourselves to others on a on a daily basis. Every hmm. time we open Instagram, yeah, we see, oh wow, look at this, this financial trader. Yeah. He's in Barasti on a weekday, mm-hmm. working from his phone, sipping whatever drink he has. Yeah. Has a six pack. Has his life together. And here, the rest of the population is struggling to make ends meet. And we always compare ourselves to others. And that's another form of why anxiety kicks in. Especially people who are age group. Yeah. Like, I just showed Janine a meme of this kid. This YouTuber. What's his name? That The guy who reviews toys. He's literally like... Ryan's toy. Yeah, he hasn't even hit puberty yet and he's already a millionaire. Yeah. Imagine how many people that must have hit hard, you know, like... Mm. That's true. Yeah. It is tough, I guess. Like, it's good that social media is out there and there are so many other means for us to spread awareness about mental health. But at the same time, it's also difficult for people to see people's successes, to see people moving forward, people um, breaking records, and then compare your own successes Mm -hmm. and probably your own failures to that especially if you're going through a hard time so you have to you have to be aware of where you're at in life and make sure that you use tools around you as proper tools to help you Mm -hmm. and not to bring you even further down the drain use it to your advantage exactly yeah Yeah. and go back to our social media episode if you want to hear more about that yeah we've talked about you know, the boons and the banes of social media. Yeah. And I guess just going back to um, how common mental health disorders are is that you're more likely to experience a mental health illness or issue rather than develop heart disease or diabetes or any kind of cancer. Is that real? It is real. Again, So the chances of you getting into a depression slump or... Anxiety or, any or OCD or insomnia. There's so many disorders out there. Again, one in four people that you're more likely to get it than a heart disease or a physical some physical health ailment condition. Yeah. yeah, that's very interesting because mm. all of us take all of us are more concerned at the end of the day about our physical health. Yeah, and when you think about it, when people say, "Oh, she's ill," or "Oh," she's sick people think about the physical aspect to it right away oh is it you know is it cancer or is it you know is it something else but people forget to think about Mm -hmm. the mental illness as well it's not only the physical aspect to it there's also the mental aspect to it so when someone's ill it's not always about the physicality of it it's about what's going on upstairs in the mind yeah can i ask you something Mm -hmm. okay so you know that people call in sick when, like, let's say that they broke their leg or broken arm or they have the flu. Yeah. Do you think it's also okay or people should call in sick to work when they're feeling really down and depressed? I think they should. Yeah? Imagine coming to work where you're already super down and you're just trying to crack on with your day. I don't think you should come to work when you don't feel mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Because you're just pushing yourself even more down the drain. Exactly. And in a way, you should also think about the business because you might not be able to perform as how you usually do. Mm -hmm. And you might put out work that is not 100% done or finished. And it might cause some monetary issues. Some business disruptions. Yeah. 
because of that so i guess you're doing both yourself and the company a favor and i guess companies need to be more sensitive to this topic and they need to be they need to start looking out after their employee employees as mm-hmm. well that it's not always just about physical health and for mental health day in the US i think you can ask for a day off during mental health day well now it's on a saturday which yeah. you know fell on a weekend but usually when it's on a weekday when i was doing my research you can actually ask for a day off and they won't take it out of your annual annual leave vacation days exactly no but i've seen it as a trend now i've seen companies offering mental health days mm. as well where you can just try to calm down what's going on in your mind take yeah. a day off to personally work on yourself yeah and i really love that fact because i've seen employers who don't understand how important mental health is to one yeah who are to, not that yeah, flexible to yeah to a certain person or a certain individual and it's really sad as well you know like they it never occurs to them that this might be worse than oh i don't want to say like some really bad disease but worse than yeah. certain diseases as well yeah but what's sad about that is that the more that they're strict about it the more that their employees would be scared to actually voice up that they're not feeling okay and then one day they'll just wake up and you're already in the worst end of the stick so imagine you just again shoving it under the rug coming to work just doing your thing but you're already feeling the symptoms you're already feeling the anxiety looming the depression looming in and one day you just wake up and you what if it's the job that is causing this person to be depressed like they're so burned out they hate what they're doing mm-hmm. that's a very that's a, sensitive topic yeah that's a very but tough conversation say, to have i would say assess assess what's causing the anxiety and if it's really your job is it worth going to work every single day in expense of your mental health like waking up feeling that dread of going to work yeah spending your 8 to 5 9 to 5 9 to 6 whatever yeah is it worth it coming back home feeling worse than you did in the morning yeah and then maybe even having your personal life affected because you're already super drained out from yeah. work so assess your life and see if you're okay with with that that your mental health is being affected mm. by by your work, by your job, by your daily daily activities at work. And if you're not okay with that, then you have to think of your steps to get yourself out of there. Yeah. And what are your next... You know, don't just get yourself out of there without having a plan. Because then if you leave and you don't have a source of income, that might even drive you further into depression. Yeah. So It's a downward spiral from yeah, there. Yeah, it is a downward spiral. So be careful about the decisions that you make. But for sure... Think about, weigh, weigh your options and put out a plan. Just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. As Stay Dory afloat. Says. As yeah. what says? Dory. Dory. From Finding Dory. That's nice. So another thing that I found out while researching about mental health, especially, well, specifically in Asia, in the Philippines, there's an alarming rate of youth aged 13 to 17 who have attempted to commit suicide. So that's 17% of teenagers aged 13 to 17. And that's only within the people that they've interviewed and they, the people who have participated in the survey. What about those that, you know, we haven't reached or the survey? What do you think is the cause of this though? I think there's a lot. Again, there's a lot. It's probably not being okay with how their parents are treating them. Um, studies again with Asian parents in comparison to other parents from other nationalities I think there's a a big 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 expectation for children to do well in the, school I've noticed it as well that Asian parents do have un, unrealistic expectations of their children so they want the kids to be the best in the class and I imagine all the parents of yeah. all those kids mm-hmm. who are in that one class yeah all the kids are just fighting each other just to come out on top. Yeah. And obviously, when one guy misses the uh, a perfect grade by one mark, mm. that'll affect him like he doesn't even know. That fear of like bringing home that test paper to your Bring parents. Bring shame onto the family. Yeah, imagine if you didn't hit the mark and you, you get your examination paper and you have... Because 
from how I how I remember it in school, I had to have my examination papers signed by my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the same. Same, same, yeah. same. So imagine if it didn't hit the mark or if it's not on like the 90s and above. That was the rule with my mom. If I hit the 80s, I would be so nervous. Going home, I'm already thinking of, oh my gosh, what will my mom say? What will my mom say? And I already have this spiel in my head like, mom, it's okay because the first honor got like 88. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the benchmark is already like really high. So if I got 85 and she got 88, I'm good. I'm close. Okay, I'm close. okay, mom. For me, it was the complete different story. If I see I got a 50 and above, I'm like, what? A 50? I would be so happy. Isn't 50 failing? No, 50 is barely passing. Okay. Like, yeah, it's it's out of 100. So if I'm on the second Like, if half, I get the line of seven. <gasps> oh, I would be even happier oh, if no, I hit that. If I get the line of seven, I am. Oh, gosh. The, the Your dad would take out his belt. My My dad didn't, like, he didn't really care. It okay. was more of my mom. My parents were like that at the beginning. Hmm. So they were, they wanted me to be the best student and everything. But I was a <laughs> then they gave complete <laughs> nutcase. And now they just wanted the bare minimum. You know, like, They're like hmm, okay, Josh let's gets lower. 50, let's go out to Ponderosa and have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> let's have a buffet. Yeah, it was celebrating. You <laughs> let's know? lower down the level. Because <laughs> growing up, I, I, was, I, I really didn't enjoy studying. Yeah. I was always, always glued to the TV. Mm-hmm. I was always one of those kids. Yeah. See, children have different learning capabilities. And yeah, we yeah. shouldn't just put them in one box and say, okay, all of the kids should be learning this way. Or all of the kids would enjoy this particular subject. Because it's not. We're all cut out differently. And not everyone will be CEOs. Not everyone will be, you know, the successful inventor of or a Nobel Prize winner or a Pulitzer Prize winner. Mm-hmm. Not successful. I don't think <laughs> that's really bad. <laughs> Success is not being a CEO or winning any awards. It is. It's not. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah, yeah. Success, you have your own definition of success. Like, to some people, being a mother is their definition of success. Yeah, I've seen that. And there, and then there are other people who, until they get the top, top, top position in their company, then they won't deem themselves successful. It really depends. And for me, I am successful. Like, having a great relationship with my family, having this podcast, having a job that provides. That's my... That's your definition. Successful. Like, having loving friends around me, having people who care about me. That's my definition of successful. And to other people, it just depends. So, also depends how they grew up. Again, as we said earlier, it's a factor to mental health illnesses. It depends on how you grow up, the pressures that you get from your families, from your grandparents, from your siblings, comparison. All of that affects how you grow up and how your your mind perceives success. Hmm. That is so well said, actually. Mm. Like, my definition of success is also completely different from yours. Yeah. So, it, it really does make sense. So, you want to be a CEO? Is that your no. definition of success? I think my definition of success is waking up one day without existential dread. <laughs> yeah. If that's, you know, to some people, they just want to wake up without pain, mm-hmm. physical, mental pain. If that's your definition of success, then bravo to you mm-hmm. for being able to accomplish that every single day. It it varies from person to person yeah. as well. Like for me, I'm still taking baby steps. I don't know where I am in life. Hmm. I don't know what I should be doing. I'm stuck in a in a crossroads. Should I go left? Should I go right? Hmm. Take the road less traveled. Do yeah. something on my own, or follow the fish, follow the flow, and do something which everyone's already doing. So I don't know. That's that's where I wake up to every day. That's what I what goes on in my head every single day of yeah. my life. And shutting some of the negative thoughts in your head is very difficult, guys. Practicing mental... Mindfulness. Mind, Yeah. Practicing mindfulness and being self-aware of these thoughts. That's a hard task to do. Not everyone is capable of that. Like, what is your coping mechanism, though? Do you have anything that you turn to or something that you 
you look for whenever you start having like a depressive episode i would say yeah. or something when you feel down what would you do what would be the first thing that you do or i think first of all before i answer that question i just really want to express my i'm really blessed that i don't have the genetic um how do i say it dna yeah the dna and how my genes are built i guess i don't have it in my system i don't have those depressive tendencies in my system yes i do get anxious yes there are sad moments in life but i i get it good compared to so many people mm-hmm. out there so i'm really really blessed in that aspect but of course in when the situation gets tough um and also i would have to say i i grew up in a really you know a really good household my mm-hmm. parents raised me well um we didn't grow up in uh a really poor household. We we were middle able. class. Middle class. We yeah. were able. We always had food on our table. We didn't have to work super hard for it. Yes, my parents worked hard when I was younger and I see them, you know, going through tough times, but we were able compared to so many out there. So in that aspect again, I'm very blessed. Uh-huh. And I guess that really makes up for a huge chunk of removing those factors that may trigger these mental health disorders Mm -hmm. and so to answer your question some of the things that i do is when i wake up again no phones first of all i take it out when i wake up the first thing i do is practice gratefulness Mm -hmm. like thank you god that i woke up today thank you for another life another day in my life not another life. Ooh, I'm living another life. <laughs> Whose body is this? Whose body did I wake up in? <laughs> am I a dog? Am I a cat? Who am I today? <laughs> but yes, practicing gratefulness is one of the major things that I would say helped me get through bad times. You know, that times. that's very tough for me to do. Like practicing gratitude, having a gratitude journal, mm. which is a lot of weight. Like it's the main thing which people say when you feel down. Like think of all the good things that are happening in your life. Yeah. And I, I have a lot of good things going on in my life as well, but I just don't see it as good things at the end of the day. Like my blessings, like let's say like a job or okay. I'm, a, I'm just throwing it out there, like a job or a hobby or something which I should be proud of. Uh-huh. I don't feel proud of it. Hmm. So why would why why would you say that you're not proud of them? Because it's something which everyone can do at the end of the day. It's nothing that makes me stand out. Like it's nothing extraordinary. Exactly. Which like let, let let's say let's give I'll just throw an example of of. I just wanted to ask you a question before you move forward. Okay, go. Why do you think that you shouldn't be proud of what you're doing and what you have, or be grateful for all of those if they're not extraordinary, even oh. if they're ordinary things? Because. For me, w- the way I see it, and I, I know it's a very bad thing to to dwell upon, but if everyone has it, then it's not unique. Hmm. So let's say like, let's say for a job, yeah. for instance, um, like if someone would complain, oh, they don't like their job or they don't like where they are mm-hmm. in their careers, mm-hmm. most people sh- would not even die and i would say die that's too extreme but most people would love to trade their place with me at the end of the day yeah like they say oh this guy's a job i haven't would kill to to be in your place to be in your position yeah exactly and they would from the outside looking in they would think oh you work in a big company or you you get this much salary but at the end of the day i'm like i don't feel content Hmm. a lot of people might be feeling this as well i don't know if i'm the only one yeah but it is stuff you know like like things which most like which I take for granted, people would kill to be in my position, mm-hmm. and I don't feel that inside myself though. Mm. I don't feel like. I feel like there's a lot that I have to still work on, and time is against me. But see, that's a good thing when you say that you feel that there is so much more you have to work on, because you look forward. Mm-hmm. First, you're aware that there's so many things that you have to improve on. Yeah, and that already in itself is good that you're aware of that. And second is that you have this longing to move forward because there are a lot of people out there who don't feel like they need to move forward. Because they're comfortable. And I know that I should lean into discomfort. Yeah. But being comfortable is not... It's not a negative not, no, not trait or having something. That, yeah. that want to move forward. Being content about where you are is one thing. And another thing is moving forward. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm very i'm con- how do i say it 
yeah, I'm content with where I'm at in life, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to move forward. I I, I always want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Like when I achieve something, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Doesn't mean next tomorrow. Mean it means next in stage like three, of your four life. Years. Yeah. yeah. What's the next plan? See, I don't I don't think that much ahead of my life. Like I know what I want to do, but I I don't have it all mapped out. Yeah, and because people are different. We all have different things and different ways to work with the life that we have. There are some people who are planners, some people who are more organized, some people who are more happy go lucky. It's just what is the most comfortable way for you to navigate through your life and do that. You don't have you don't have to be like me who really plans ahead yeah. and who journals when I don't feel okay, who, you know, I have my quiet time, I open up my Bible and I really read the word. And those are the things that help me overcome tough times. But that doesn't mean that those are the same things that will help you yeah. to overcome whatever is going through within your mind, within your life. Mm-hmm. All of us are different. And I think the key thing to that is knowing, again, being self-aware of where you're at and knowing what are the tools that you can use to help you move forward. And I guess one of the things really, and I've never tried it, but I always hear from a lot of people that therapy have, you know, changed their life or their lives. And I, when I was researching, there were two very interesting websites that I've stumbled upon. So these are like online therapy websites, and I think they have apps. So there's BetterHelp and Talkspace. Talkspace. So I guess you have to pay a monthly fee with them, and then you'll be matched with a therapist. So I have BetterHelp. Okay. I I I haven't started any counseling or anything. Okay. But I downloaded the app to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. So you sign up. You tell them what problems you have. Do you feel? They have a questionnaire, right? Yeah, they I have. Like, it's well, like yeah. a five-minute questionnaire the, yeah. about your self-esteem, mm. how you think about yourself, and they match you with a therapist. Yeah. I think the price for BetterHelp is sixty dollars per week. And per week per week okay therapy isn't cheap yeah that's yeah so uh, but i i highly recommend anyone who has that financial means or want to take control of their mental health yeah. to do therapy i think i'm not sure if it was better help or talk space that i tried but there's also an option of if you're not able to pay for the weekly fee yeah there will be some sort of form of waiver or yeah, discount or some or support and then maybe for others check if it's covered with your insurance Mm-hmm. because if it is take advantage of that and go for it there's nothing wrong with seeking help guys so i have this app as well it's called seven cups mm-hmm. it matches you with people who you can just chat with nice. tell them about your problems and it's free completely free i would suggest anyone who who really wants someone to talk to who that is outside their friend circle and so th- these are not professionals right these are just people that you there's, can talk there to. are a few professionals there's okay. also a bot so if people are busy there's this bot who gives you like Ways to calm down mm. and advice yeah. as well, which is really good. Like robots are our new therapists as wow, well. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure how customized that can be, but if it it's helps, it helps, right? Yeah. It's a start. You touched upon um, coping mechanisms like being calm and I guess breathing exercises fall into that as well. That's another thing that yeah. can help you. So I always turn to humor and breathing. <laughs> I always try to diffuse tense situations with humor yeah my brother and i we connect by sending depression memes to each other and yeah and sometimes he send it to me as well and i'm like they can't see your face so you have to (laughs) (laughs) i was doing a flat face guys (laughs) no but that's how so i don't know whoever has watched me do comedy but my first two minutes or three minutes is about depression (laughs) and uh, you guys should come and watch him if you're in dubai yeah, if you want, if you like self-deprecating humor, or what Janine says, self-depreciating humor. I didn't say self-depreciating. You Did said I? it once, though. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, but okay. on on while typing or t- WhatsApping me. Oh yes, yes, true. But but that's the way I talk about very sensitive issues. I like to bring some form of humor. I like to laugh at things which a lot of people don't laugh about. Mm. That's my kind of humor. Some people call it dark, but I just think it's something that is very real in today's world. Yeah. Like people always have a negative connotation to like let's say 
I, I don't know what people are going to think about me saying this, but I'm just going to say it anyway, but like about suicide or anything like that, I try to bring it to a t- in a form where people can openly communicate about it. Yeah, you help spread awareness yeah. about mental health. Exactly, through a f- really in the important. form of comedy. Yeah, it's really important, especially, again, we're in Asia, the Middle East, where it's not a common thing to talk about. Exactly. And I know people laugh, like, my my biggest laughs I get when I talk about depression because these are things which people don't realize themselves but they, when they hear it in the form of comedy mm. that's when they laugh those, those are my biggest jokes mm. those are like the biggest laughs that I get yeah and and it is calming to see in a way and and I think that people do have some form of depression when it comes to working in the Middle East like what we touched upon a while ago like about their whole livelihood being here so it is it is something that I think all of us should just consider as well and talk openly. I don't think you should talk with any strings attached in a way at the end of the day. Just try to find that support group and some form of something that you can hold on to when it comes to certain dire times in your life. Yeah, that's good advice. Mm-hmm. So to wrap up everything that we've said, let's move on to our handy advice. Beep, 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 beep. That's our sound for <laughs> not for handy advice. That's our sound for rapid fire questions. Yeah, sorry guys, we we decided to keep it out for this episode. Yeah, I don't think it's apt to like ask questions about each other's yeah. mental health unless you want to talk to me about it after. No, I that feel I like can you've do released person. some. I've released like one percent. Mm. yeah can i talk about it later mm. are you my therapist <laughs> yes okay. i'm not again i'm not, I'm a, not professional. a licensed <laughs> professional but i will Profesh, prof- <laughs> but i will listen to you thank you that's my you. that's my promise to you as your co-host <laughs> so my handy advice is like joshua do not be ashamed to say or to voice out what you're going through seek advice when needed because Again, I'm just going to put in another stat that I found while I was researching that two-thirds of those who are affected with a mental health disorder do not seek help. And that's when things become worse. So try and seek help as much as you can. Open up to people. Don't feel like you have a defect. Don't feel like there's something wrong with you and that you just have to snap out of it as what other people say. Like, let's try to remove the stigma out of mental health disorders and just say that, oh, it's her choice mm-hmm. to be depressed or it's his choice to be depressed. Let's move away from those lines and be there for people. Like, if you're not suffering from it or even if you're suffering from, from it, support people around you. Make sure that you're there to listen. And instead of saying that, oh, you're going to be fine. Oh, you can snap out of it. Or, oh, you have the choice to, to, to get out of it if you want to. It's all in you. Let's move away from those lines and those dialogues mm-hmm. and make sure that you say more of, you know, okay, tell me more about it. I, I don't know much about mental health disorder, but disorders, but tell me more about it. I'm here to listen. I'm willing to listen and give them a sense of validation mm-hmm. that, oh, I understand how difficult it may be. For you or you can even say i don't understand how difficult it may be for you but i'm here i know that you're in pain validate their feelings do not negate what these people feel because you'll never know until you're in their position yeah so never say oh it's fine you're gonna be fine you're sad just let's go out you know get yourself out of your house because you're sad because you're always alone you always mm. you always you know hide in your apartment let's go out let's have fun Move away from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's also careless ignorance. Mm. Like, if you don't know what the other person is going through and you just tell them, hey, cheer up. No, things will get better soon without knowing the reason or without knowing why it would get better. Yeah. Just just try to just empathize with that person. Yeah. Don't tell a depressed person to cheer up. It doesn't work like that. Mm. And just be sensitive to what they're feeling. Like, what Janine said is perfect. Just say... Okay, if you if you know about the topic, talk to them about it. If you don't know, just say, I don't know what you're talking about, but do you want to talk to me about it? Exactly. Maybe I can give you a perspective of someone who's who doesn't know much about this topic, but still would love to share some information about whatever that said person knows what they're going through. Yeah. Or my thought process when it comes to all this is, I'm, I'm at the end of the day, I'm al- I always go to bed thinking, 
oh, what am I going to do different tomorrow? But I never do anything different. Hmm. I know what I have to do. Hmm. I know what I have to run towards. Hmm. But I never take that first step, which is also a very bad thing. I know I give a lot of advice during the show, Janine, as well. But uh, from my part, I I also find it very hard to implement whatever I've said. And it's it's all human nature, guys. Don't Don't feel bad. Like, if you listen to an episode and we challenge you to do something or we ask you to do something that will benefit you in the long run and you don't do it, that's also okay. Know where you stand in life. Know what you have to run towards. Know what makes you happy and try to take baby steps and, and push yourself to get it done. Yeah, little steps. Yeah. You don't have to go from zero to 100 right away. Yeah, you're, yeah. Not, a, you're not a Porsche. Hmm. <laughs> not a Lamborghini. <laughs> a Lamborghini. A Lamborghini. But, but one thing that I really enjoy when... When I do have my down days when I want to just be alone is that I just I just sit down and I just and I'm just one with my thoughts. I understand what's going on in my mind or if I want to be in an outside environment, I go out to a coffee shop or or I just sit somewhere and I just people watch and I love people watching. Yeah. And, and I love putting a story to the go because everyone does have a story to tell at the end of the day. And I've said this multiple times on this podcast, but just sit by yourself. Keep your phone away. Keep all distractions away. Know what goes on in your mind. What do you think about when you see a guy in a suit? Mm. What do you see in a woman who's who wears yoga pants? What what comes to your mind? And just just sit with your mind and just relax together. Yeah, that would be my handy advice as well. And if and if you do have time out of a day to spare for yourself, which is completely by yourself, I would suggest you you get apps like Headspace and Calm, which do provide uh ten minutes guided meditation and breathing exercises. That has helped me a lot during the pandemic. Yeah, if you feel awkward doing it just on your own and you don't know where to start, I guess those are good apps because, as you said, they're guided. So someone will guide you on what to do Mm -hmm. and how to go through 10 minutes of meditation. Like I have a paid subscription for Calm Mm. and haven't opened it since lockdown, which is is really bad as well, guys. I need to make time for myself throughout the day. Uh, I'm a guy who always says I don't have this luxury of time like everyone else does. Yeah. I don't know why I say it, but it's something that's innate in me. Whenever I, someone asks me, hey, come out for this. I'm like, I don't, sorry, I don't have time. Hmm. And when I do actually have time, I'm just sitting on my phone on YouTube, on Instagram instead where I could have been doing like breathing exercises or meditation. But I've come back to the, the routine of reading before I sleep. So that's also a step for me in a way. Yeah. Get, get rid of my phone 30 minutes, the last 30 minutes of your day before you go to sleep. Make it all about you. Hmm. Lock your door if you live in a family. If you live with your family. If you live in a family. If you live in a family, <laughs> if you're inside your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're so weird. Yeah, I know. I am. That's my humor. <laughs> but just make it all about you. But just dedicate some time out of a day for you. I know some of you might be having families. Some of you might be living with a loved one, a girlfriend, or a or And a you husband. feel that it is selfish to... No, it's not. No, like exactly. It's it's not it's not selfish for you to help yourself and put yourself first. That's what I wanted to say actually when you were giving the beginning of your advice. Mm-hmm. Some people feel shame. Yeah. When they say that they're in therapy or I was I was also in that mindset long time ago when I heard, "Oh, I just have to see my therapist." And I'm like, "Why do you have to see a therapist? What's wrong? What's with wrong you? with you?" Yeah. But there's no shame in taking control of your mental health. And I and I've- I truly admire the people now. Mm. who have a therapist or doing something in their day i'm actually really jealous of them because i've been hearing a lot of good things about people who are going through therapy and whenever they say that oh i'm going through therapy and it's the best thing ever i wish i started it from way back yeah so if you can and you're able to seek therapy yeah there are a lot of branches as well if you don't want to do therapy then find a life coach or a Mm. nutritionist or a personal trainer as well yeah so exercise yeah but that's for another episode that's another episode yeah and b- before we close yeah is that all you have to say mm-hmm. yeah so i i, I just want to also stay say again that i've dedicated the last two years i would say two or three years in self-development and it has taken me nowhere i don't know why i i don't know what's stopping me from moving forward i've gone to tony robin tony robbins event i've gone I've read all his books. I've read every self-help book that people might be knowing about or heard of, but it has taken me nowhere. So I don't know what that what that's about or You might think that it has taken you nowhere, 
but I'm sure it has helped you in little ways you might not even be aware of. Yeah, I d- I don't know the way I see it. I maybe I'm not looking at the bigger picture and I'm just constrained to what I've been having in my mind this whole time. Yeah, because see, if you're able to give advice and you're able to talk about it, mm-hmm. that is a sign of improvement already. And to y- to you, it might not seem like it is an improvement or that it has helped you in any way. But I see that. It's not like I know you from pre-Tony Robbins and after. Mm-hmm. And don't be too hard on yourself. You are too hard on yourself. You're doing well. You're doing amazing. I'm trying. I'm taking one day at a time. As long as you're trying, you're already half the battle in. Half the battle in. I don't know if that's the right word. That's already half the battle. That's There you go. There you go. Tony Robbins said it at his event. Did he say no, that? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, maybe I can be the nice Tony Robbins. <laughs> but before we end it, before we tell you where you can find us, just just keep your head up high. Just I know it's... keep swinging, just keep things, swinging. I don't want to say things will get better, but that's all up to you. But keep trying, I would say at least. Yeah. It's World Mental Health Day. Go reach out to someone. Go... Talk to someone, spare at least 20 or 30 minutes of your day, checking with friends which you haven't spoken to in a while, and see how they're doing. And I'm pretty sure if everyone hears this, then they can also pay it forward and create a movement of some sort. And just remember everyone, remember that it's not about what's going on the outside of a person as well. It's also what's going on inside. Hmm. Pay it forward, guys. And just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my turn to yeah, close the show. Yeah, it's your turn to close. So guys, again, we just really want to open up the conversation and let you guys know that we're here we're here message us on instagram at half a nice day podcast send us an email at half a nice day show at gmail.com and please please don't forget to rate and review us on apple Podcasts and follow us on spotify because that really really helps us and anywhere you get your podcasts from beautiful <laughs> yeah it's been a while since i closed the show <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And guys, we're just so happy to go over the eighth hump. Yeah, we made it through. We made it through. And there's so much more coming your way. Thank you all for your support because we're really overwhelmed by your messages. And every episode, if there was just one person who would tell us that they enjoyed the episode, that we put a smile on their face or it set their morning right that means of our job say, is done i was gonna say that means a world to us that means a lot to us and yeah. it means the world to us so our job is done also let us know what you got what you want us to talk about yeah yes, and i really please. like that we've had few suggestions already from people and we've done episodes about them already yes so that means we are listening to you guys send us some questions mm-hmm. some if you want some relationship advice or if you want some life advice from me <laughs> the relationship but like the relationship episodes are the ones that are doing well. So it seems that you guys are very interested in yeah. relationship topics. There's so many topics I want to talk about. Like, is it okay to talk? Uh, is it okay to break up with someone over text? Or oh, is it okay that. to date your best friend's ex? All this kind of stuff. All this, all these kinds of questions. So if you want us to answer them or what we think about them, please do let us know. I Th- like that topic. Let's do that as our next okay. one. <laughs> But thanks for listening, guys. And on that note, have a nice day. Yeah, gonna cry now. Now let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace out, guys.